It doesn't matter what you think. Have you ever heard that saying? Well, I've come to ask the question, does it matter what you think? Welcome to another episode of He Is No Expert. I am he, he is me. I'm your host, D.L. Snowden. I want to thank each and every one of you for riding with us, for listening to us, and continuing to be a part of this fantastic podcast platform. We have reached over a thousand uh, downloads, and I know it's been a little over a year, and that was my goal. Uh, and I know for some podcasts, they had a thousand listeners in the first five seconds. But we are a small, non-sponsored podcast, and we are going to continue to scale because that's what we do. If you think it, you can be it. So the question for this episode is simply this. Does it matter what you think? Let's get into it. With all that's going on in the world, you may or may not agree with. Sometimes it is easy to feel helpless and as though your thoughts don't really count. War in Ukraine, Roe vs. Wade being overturned, mass shootings rising exponentially and happening day by day by day, food insecurity, the cost of living going up to the point that inflation is as highest as it's been in 40 years. While wages stagnate. So the question is, does it matter what you think? And my simple answer would be yes. And here are four reasons why. Number one, your thoughts, likes, and opinions are big money. Companies like T-Mobile, I just read an article in The Verge, have devised apps to track your usage of various programs and applications on your phone and then sell that information to other companies. T-Mobile's advertising business is offering a new way for marketers to pry into your application using habits. Ad Exchanger reports that the uncurious new program is called App Insights, and it's now fully operational after spending a year in beta. The program allows third-party marketers to buy T-Mobile customer data and centers around a key piece of information that it has unique access to, and that is what apps you're using. It further goes on to interpret from the apps that you're using some of your likes, dislikes, and other interests. So your opinions, your thoughts, your likes, your buying habits have been being tracked for some time by companies like Amazon, Facebook, and many of our favorite social media platforms or applications that we like to use on our mobile devices. They do it because they want to turn your likes, your opinions, and the things you have an affinity for 
into dollars and cents and revenue and profit for their companies. How many of us have been in a conversation with some friends and had our cell phone in our pocket or potentially had it on the table in front of us while we had lunch with a friend, colleague, or coworker and mentioned the fact that we were looking to plan a vacation to the Bahamas or buy a new pair of earbuds? Then we go on to our favorite social media conduit and see an ad for just the thing that we were looking for. Companies literally are listening to us, listening to us to find out what we like and what we think about different things and then mold products to answer the thoughts, issues, and needs that we have. Now, some companies are combating this, like Apple has on their one of their newer iterations of their iOS. The ability for it to ask you to not have an application or service track you. Your thoughts literally have a financial implication to them. And companies know this and have been and probably for the furtherance of time will continue to use that. Even from a biblical standpoint, if you were to look at Matthew chapter 6, verse number 21, they understood this premise. For it reads thusly from the King James Version of Matthew 6, 21. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And the interesting thing about the word heart if you were to look at the Hebrew definition of it. Heart, lev, L-E-V, means in the Hebrew, it wasn't a body part to them. They had a broader understanding of the heart than we do in our modern context. They thought of the heart as an organ that gives physical life and the place where you think makes sense of the world and where you feel emotions and make choices. Advertisers want to know where your treasure is, but they know they must first know where your heart, your emotions, your thoughts, and your sensibilities are. And then they tie those things to dollars and cents and boom, you have a consumer for life. Your thoughts literally have a financial implication to them. The second reason that your thoughts are important is because they inform your endless possibilities or they equip your complacency. The the greatest demonstrative example of this is a quote from Henry Ford when he said these words, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. If you believe that if you plan your work and work your plan, you can start that business. You can raise that capital. You can be a single parent and provide a livelihood and upbringing for your children that will allow them to be far greater than you. If you believe that you can and you couple your faith with your work, guess what? 
you can. On the other end of the spectrum, the same is absolutely true. If you think that you can't get the job, if you think that you're not worthy of a $100,000 plus salary, if you believe that he or she just won't find you attractive or will over-exaggerate or obsess over flaws that only you concern yourself with, you'll never take the next step. Your thoughts, as I said, inform your endless possibilities or equip your complacency. Thirdly, your thoughts bring liberty in the midst of bondage. Sophocles is stated as simply saying this, if my body is enslaved, still my mind is free. As an African-American gentleman, I understand the power of a liberated mind, a clear cognition that one day, as the Negro spiritual said, that the chariot would swing low and coming for to carry me home. No matter what your situation, your scenario, your predicament, we all have found ourselves in situations, in environments, in jobs, in relationships where we felt enslaved, where we felt claustrophobic, we felt tied to something where we wanted only to be liberated from it. But the songwriter said this, free your mind and the rest will follow. Your thoughts bring liberty in the midst of bondage. Point number four transversely says this, or conversely says this, your thoughts can be the prison that confine you even in the midst of freedom. I'll go to a quote by Carter G. Woodson in the book, The Miseducation of the Negro. And it simply reads as follows. If you can control a man's thinking, you do not have to worry about his actions. When you determine what a man shall think, you do not have to concern yourself about what he will do. If you make a man feel that he is inferior, you do not have to compel him to accept an inferior status, for he will seek it himself. If you make a man think that he is justly an outcast, you do not have to order him to the back door. He will go without being told, and if there is no back door, his nature will demand one. Your thoughts, even in the midst of freedom, even in the midst of the land of the free and the home of the brave, quote, unquote, can confine you to substandard living, can confine you to accepting relationships that fall below your worth and your value, can confine you to never stepping out on faith and trying to achieve 
the purpose buried and embedded within your bosom. Because if I think I can't, or if I think I can, I'm right. I know a lot's going on. And I won't give my opinion on this side or the other. But one thing I know is this. Your thoughts carried with you become your actions. Your actions that you do repetitiously and repetitively become your character. We are in a time in our history where your thoughts, your opinions matter, not just from a monetary standpoint, but from really setting the landscape of this, the yet-to-be-United States of America. I mentioned at the top of the show, Roe versus Wade. I mentioned the war in Ukraine. I mentioned mass shootings and the cry for gun control. We are coming up on a time in our history where your thoughts, your actions, and your civic activity will be the means through which change happens for the good or otherwise. What you think, what you theorize, what you allow your mind to believe absolutely matters in your home, in your work, and in this country. Let us never settle for being complacent. Let us never settle for thinking that our thoughts don't matter because I declare to you today that they do. I'm no expert. I thank you for listening. As always, this episode was sponsored by DantesDeals.com where we sell merchandise of all kinds and we're adding more each month. Be well on purpose.